Hello, and welcome to Deep and Wide. I'm Pat Walter, and thank you for joining me. Deep and Wide is a weekly podcast that dives into the deeper things of the Christian faith, as well as a wide variety of culturally relevant topics. The goal of our podcast is to challenge growth and inspire hope. Please enjoy this week's episode. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Deep and Wide Podcast. Uh, last week, we took a quick break so I could take a little vacation time, but I am really excited to be back at it this week and uh, really just kind of launching into a new series uh, called God Is. And we're going to talk about different attributes of God and uh, qualities of God and how that applies to our lives. And uh, I, yeah, I think it's really relevant right now with all that is going on that we really need to know who our Savior is. Uh, who our God is, and how he relates to us in our daily lives. And um, it's going to be important. Uh, but again, I just always want to shout out that this uh, podcast is basically supported by uh, Resolute Ministries, resoluteministries.org. And uh, it's a ministry that reaches to Africa, Belize, and uh, Las Vegas here locally and uh, we're doing great things, not just bringing the gospel, but practical steps. Check us out online. Um, you can either support us online, or you can even give through Anchor if you guys want to, to help keep the podcast alive and hopefully get better and better as time goes on. But uh, yeah, check it out on Instagram, pastor underscore Pat W, or PW, uh, for a personal and deep, the letter N, wide podcast uh, for the podcast itself. So check us out on Instagram, but I, I kind of want to dive into it because I think this week's episode is really just going to kind of help hopefully bring some peace. Uh, like I said before, I want to challenge growth, inspire hope, but the other thing that I think is beneficial as a believer is our access to the peace of God. And one of the things that brings us the most peace is when we understand who God is and how he relates to us. So Without further ado, this week we're going to launch off launch uh, our God is series by talking about the sovereignty of God. I'm going to make it very clear and plain right now. I am not going to dive into sovereignty of God in terms of predestination and salvation uh, versus free will. That's not this episode. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know if we'll dive into that at all in the future. We'll see. Um, I know it's a really touchy topic. Um, and I believe it does more dividing than it does unifying, so we'll see. Uh, but what I want to talk about is God's sovereignty over our lives and over all things, and um, what that means in this day and age with all that's going on. So if we were going to look at a, a regular definition of the sovereign, uh, what sovereign means, it would be things like superior, greatest, supreme power or authority or ruler, uh, basically like all powerful, um, like a sultan, like we would joke about. But it's basically, I, I think the easiest and best way to understand it biblically is just God is in control. Um, if you look back in the old days of Israel um, and early Christianity, there was usually a a ruler or somebody in control, whether they were uh, in Egyptian control, the pharaoh ha was basically the sovereign of Egypt, and if you if you didn't 
do something you were supposed to do, he could kill you and he would suffer no ramifications. Um, he could banish you. He he could do whatever he wanted because he was in control of that area. You see that in Rome, whatever Caesar said went, Caesar was in control, whether that's the Persians or the Medes or any person in power at any time over the history. If some, if you were to say that they were the sovereign, that would mean they were in control of that area or they were control of that land, and whatever they said basically went, whether you liked it or not. Uh, here in America, we kind of have a different uh, way of doing things, and we think that everything we say matters, and everything we say has meaning and power, and um, there is no real sovereign because people just don't like the president. I, I mean, it's funny you talk about that, but I mean, if you were in even North Korea in this day and age, and you said something that uh, against... Uh, the leader of North Korea, he would just have you shot. And nobody could say or do anything about it. Uh, that's how most of the world power over history has been. If you oppose the leader, the leader basically just kills you. Um, but the kingdom isn't like that, right? God isn't that way. He wants us close and he wants us near. So one of the attributes or one of the characteristics that make up who God is and part of his identity is his sovereignty. Because there is absolutely nothing that happens in the universe without his knowledge uh, of it. Okay, uh, one of the things again, I don't want to dive too much into free will, but basically, if something happened, God knows it. And again, you can get into a deep theological argument of whether He allows it or whether He purposed it. Uh, I don't really want to dive into that. I really just want to focus on the fact that he is sovereign and he is knowledgeable of all things that happen and um, that he, that God is ultimately in control. Okay, So uh, one thing that we can all agree on, I hope, is that God is above all things and before all things. Uh, it says in the book of Revelation, chapter 21, verse 6, that he is the Alpha and the Omega, he is the beginning and the end, um, that God is both immortal and present everywhere so that uh, basically we can all know him. Um, God is, and so what Alpha and Omega means is basically he is the beginning and the end. So those are the first and the last letters in the Hebrew alphabet. So if you didn't know what Alpha and Omega meant, basically it's a terminology of he is the beginning um, the, um, and he is the end. So he is the first and the last. He's the Alpha and the Omega. He's above all things, before all things, that he is basically uh, all-powerful, and he is immortal. And what that means is basically God can't die. He is eternal and immortal, and he has always been. Um, you know, maybe one of these days we'll talk about some of the teleological arguments or some of the reasons why I believe in the existence of God. Uh, but one of those is, uh, I'll never forget this conversation. I'm going to get detoured for a second, but it's because it's a good story. Uh, I worked for a church uh, in the operations department, and we would get people who do community service at our church. And uh, they would be basically coordinated with me, and we would pull weeds, mow lawns, do stuff like that. But there was this one lady, I'll never forget. She lived across the street from the church. And the first words out of her mouth after she gave me her name were, I'm an atheist and don't try to convert me. I was like, okay, no problem. No problem at all. Uh, you know, and she, she worked with me for a few weeks. And, you know, one day I was like, hey, I'm just curious. Again, I, I you can answer, not answer. It's up to you. It's like, what? where do you believe everything came from? I'm just curious. 
And uh, she's just like, well, I, I believe in the Big Bang Theory that uh, I, I don't. And her statement was, I don't think that something can just exist, that there had to be a beginning. And it had to basically, the Big Bang makes the most sense that they banged into each other, two rocks did. I said, okay, yeah, no, that's cool. That, that's that's awesome. Can I just ask one more question? She's like, yeah, sure, sure, go ahead. So I said, okay, where did the two rocks come from? Were they eternal? And she paused, and she looked at me, and she goes, you know what? I've never thought of that. You know, and that's one of the things that, that again, I, I've, I'm naturally a skeptical person, and I've always kind of had this thing of no, you can't get something from nothing. It's just not possible to get something from nothing. Something had to always be. Something had to pre-exist. And believing in the pre-existence of rocks or matter before a being was always hard for me when I wrestled wrestled with logic. And that was one of the th- those things that we came back to, that something had to always be. And whatever was always has been has a knowledge greater than ours and has the ability to create. Okay, And so a really long way of saying that God is above and before all things and that he is sovereign in the sense that he was there at in my belief, and I believe this to every fiber of my being, that he was there at the beginning of creation, okay? So, God created all things and holds all things together. So, that's both in heaven and on earth, and the things that we can see and the things that we can't see. And we see this in the book of Colossians chapter 1, verse 16, that God basically holds all things together through Christ, and, and he created all things, both in heaven and on earth. So, he is the mastermind behind creation, and he is also the mastermind be, behind all that happens in heaven and all that happens in earth. God knows all things, both the things that have happened, are happening now, and will happen. He is all-knowing. Again, this is another attribute, but I don't know if we'll jump into this one, um, but we'll see. But right now, we're going to talk about in his sovereignty, he knows what's going on in his kingdom and on the earth he created. He is knowledgeable. So, we can look at, you know, what's happening in the world in the chaos, in the, whether you're talking about coronavirus or rioting or burning or police, like whatever it is that you feel like you don't understand where God is in it, we don't have to understand what is in it, but we do have to understand he knows what's going on and he is still good and he's still doing something in it. And we'll talk about his goodness in another episode. So, Number three is Jeremiah thirty two seventeen is basically through that verse we can see that God can do all things and accomplish all things. That nothing is too difficult for God. Uh, he basically understands what's going to happen in everybody's life. Okay, uh, and it's not just America. It's it's in His kingdom and in the other ones. Um, and one of my favorites that I wanted to jump into, and we're, we're going to spend a few time uh, verses in Psalms, Psalms one hundred three nineteen. I like this one because it's very plain and very simple. Do your best to argue with it because, well, I just don't think you can. It says, uh, verse 19, The Lord has established his throne in the heavens, and his sovereignty rules over all. His sovereignty rules over all. Listen, there is no arguing with the sovereignty of God. He is sovereign over all. And there's another Psalm 47. Uh, verse 2, this says, For the Lord Most High is to be feared, a great king over all the earth. So I said that one because it said he's over all, but this one even lays out, hey, he is sovereign 
over the earth. Verse 8 of the same psalm, Psalm 47, verse 8. God reigns over the nations. God sits on his holy throne. Here's my encouragement to us is basically God is the ultimate source of power, authority, and all that exists. He knows what is happening today. Only he can make those claims. Only he can is superior to all other gods, all other rulers, um, and he alone is the ultimate sovereign worthy of worship. But with that said, that he is all-powerful and all-knowing, um, he is also merciful, and we might talk about that one too. Um, but but I want to encourage you that in his sovereignty, he knows what's going on in the world, but he also knows what's going on in your life, okay? So if you are, I don't know if you're a new believer, you've been a believer since the day that you were born and somebody water baptized you, kind of a little bit of a joke. Um, but, but as long as you've known him, he knows your life and he knows your highs and your lows, your ups and your downs. He knows your struggles and he knows your celebrations, okay? So in his sovereignty, he is also near and present. So his knowledge doesn't stop. Uh, one of my favorite things about God is knowing that he is both transcendent and imminent. And what that means is his transcendence is he exists outside of time, outside of space, outside of matter, that he exists outside of earth and he's not bound by any of those things. So he is transcendent from those things, but he is also imminent, which that means near. So God in his, um, sovereignty is both outside of all things, but also near to us in the midst of all things, okay? So his power and his reign is the ability to see everything that's happening on the entire earth at all times, but also still be near you in your time of need, struggle, or even celebration. Um, and he is near. And so what this does for me is if we look at the sovereignty of God, is I, and it brings me peace, is God knows what's happening. I don't know what's happening. I look at this world full of chaos. I look at what's happening in you know Atlanta and Seattle and other cities, and what I would view from my perspective as chaos, disorder, um, in some places like Atlanta, violence, and you say, man, what is going on with the world today? You look at the coronavirus and the impact it's had on the world. You look at the impact that leaders around the world have had, um, wars and rumors of wars and all these things, and I can look at the world and I don't understand. I don't have any control. I don't have any rule or authority outside of even my own life. But even then, if I if I understand Scripture, I've submitted that to the Lord, um, and, and I cannot control anything. And that lack of control can make me feel anxious. It can make me feel fearful. Um, it it can make me feel uncertain. And, and in that place, there is no peace, right? And so when I look at the world and I feel those things, what I can do is remember and lean into the sovereignty of God, of who he is, that he is ultimately even in control, even though it doesn't feel like it at times. Um, but we can lean in and say, God knows what's happening. God knows what he's doing. And I know that I'm his. So I'm going to lean in and trust that he's got me. Okay, so that is what uh, can bring peace to us in the midst of uncertainty is leaning into a God who is sovereign, all-knowing, 
all-powerful, and in ultimate control. It may not look like he's in control in, in the moment in the chaos, but listen, he is in ultimate control, and he has an ultimate plan, and we can lean into that and say, God, I need peace. Uh, Jesus said this to his disciples in John, I think it's 1427, it's off the top of my head. He says, my peace I leave you, my peace I give to you, not as this world does, so do not let your heart be troubled or afraid. He said, listen, I'm going to give you access to a peace that surpasses understanding, as Paul explains it in Philippians. I'm going to give you a peace, access to a peace that surpasses understanding. The world can't give it to you because that's a situational or circumstantial peace. But I'm going to give you a peace that even in the midst of chaos, even in the midst of uncertainty, in the midst of fear, in the midst of these things, that you can have peace that will guard, protect uh, your heart and your mind, and you can be at ease, okay? And so here's here's the lesson for today. God is sovereign and in control, and he is the King of kings and the Lord of lords, and he is all-powerful. And how that encourages us as believers is that because he is in control and because I am his subject, I am his uh, son um, or daughter, that I can say, listen, I know my master has a plan. I know he knows what's going on, and so I'm going to trust him that he is in control and that he is going to look out for me, okay? Because that's his role. He looks out, right? Jesus said in in John um, that my sheep know my voice and they'll listen to me. Listen, if we are his and we know his voice and we know his word and we're filled with the Spirit, we need to trust that even in these times of uncertainty, fear, worry, and lack of control, that our master and our king and our friend and our father is near and present and with us, and he is watching over and with us. And and that is the beauty of God's sovereignty and being in his kingdom. I know for me, if I was outside of God's kingdom and I was not his son and I was not his subject, uh, it would be uh, there'd probably be a lot more fear. There'd probably be a lot more worry because th- then I wouldn't have somebody who, who is overall and above all to look up to. So I pray that if you're not a believer, that you would either reach out to me or somebody else and we can explain the beauty and the glory of walking with Jesus. Um, if you are a believer, please be encouraged in God's sovereignty and to lean into him. And um, th- this is just a time where we can access his peace when the world doesn't have any peace. And uh, again, so the next few weeks, I just really want to dive in to who our God is and look at different attributes of who he is and then how that applies to our lives of how we can walk in it and where we can be encouraged or even maybe corrected uh, over the next few weeks. So again, thank you guys so much for joining me at Deep and Wide. I'm Pat Walter. I'm the host. Uh, Follow me on some sort of social media if you want to. Uh, Tag a friend who needs to hear this message. Listen, guys, whether you're listening on Apple, Google, Anchor, whatever platform, you can share this or text this to a friend if you know uh, they just need a little bit of encouragement and just, just share the message of who God is in their lives. So uh, appreciate all the support and uh, love you guys. And I look forward to talking with you guys. Uh, again, you can always DM me on Instagram or Facebook and have a conversation or a thought. So, uh, or, or email me, personal email is pastorpatw at gmail.com. Uh, love you guys. Hey everyone, before we jump into this week's episode, I want to let you know about a really cool tool I've been using. It's called Anchor, and it helps me record, edit, and upload all of my podcasts. 
most of all, it's free, guys, which is pretty cool. The other cool thing is it has uh, background music built in. It automatically uploads to Spotify and Apple. And it does all of the things that you need to make an amazing podcast for you. And so uh, I encourage you to download it. Go check out uh, Anchor at the App Store and go to anchor.fm to get started. Thank you for joining me on this week's episode. I hope you liked what you heard. And if you did, please be sure to like, subscribe, and share with all of your friends and family. I would love to hear any comments, any suggestions, or any questions so I can get to them on future episodes. Thank you again for joining me. I'm Pat Walter, and I'll talk to you next week.